Vinyl analysis is fueled by Grand Prix Karting. the latest episode of Vinyl Analysis. Gypsy Kings drummer Kevin Young joins us in studio to talk about Ace Fraley's 1987 album, Fraley's Comet. When you hear Ace Fraley, everybody's thinking, oh, another Kiss record. This is not another Kiss record. Not even close no, for me. No, not at all. The, the musicality, the soloing, I thought was great. Analysis, the podcast for 70s and 80s hard rock discussion. I am Arch Madness. As always, and it feels like it's been forever since we've done this, but he is the Anton to my fig. <laughs> my producer, Greg Hansberry. What is yo, up? Yo, yo, yo. I missed you, man. I missed you too. Oh, isn't that crazy how it's we just went? Well, we're good. We're good now. We're back at it, and we're going to return very, very strong here. With a vengeance. This cat right here. And how many times do I even... I'm trying to remember if I reference him or Iced Earth more on this program throughout the uh, the first couple we'll seasons. I'll have to go back and check the tapes. Go ahead and double check. Go ahead and double check. But uh, drummer for the Gypsy Kings, the one and only Kevin Young. Kevin! Hey, how you guys doing? Kevin! Now, Kevin, you got a, you got some radio history too, don't you, brother A little man? bit, yeah, man. Well, talk to us, Goose. What, what are we... Back in the 90s, WHOK. Mm-hmm. The first, Legendary here. The first country station in the state of Ohio, which is now dead. Yes. God rest her soul. Yeah. <laughs> but right but yeah. on, man. Yeah, I was spinning the country tunes, man. I bet you were. I bet you were. If you had to pick a favorite country act, who would it be? Oh, wow. Let's see. Because uh, I'm, a, I'm a Willie guy. Yeah. Um, no, he's not a Willie guy. You can I, see no, that reaction. I am, you can I see am that reaction. but he's not my favorite. No, 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 no. I, I feel I'm you I'm thinking... Uh, uh, oh. He just likes smoking dope with Willie. Well, no, well that's my. Yeah. That has nothing. I loved Willie <laughs> Nelson. Didn't even know he was a musician. Ever, that's a horse of a different color, right <laughs> there. When I, you go in the bus with Willie, yes, uh, that, I liked Willie way before I moved onto Chittenden Avenue back right, in '91. I got you. Waylon Jennings, oh, the original oh, the outlaw, original. baby. Damn, yeah, oh, man, I'm telling you, I was late to the party, but don't let him. Great you know, music. And don't Shooter, let him grow up to be. Oh, Shooter's awesome too, man. <laughs> oh, kick He's ass. got some great records. Those first couple were awesome. Yep. But uh, Kevin is a—he's a drummer, and, and and you've heard me mention him uh, on here a couple times. We've had your lead singer. Yep. Uh, you know he's he's been on a couple times. We've talked uh, some tunes with Jimmy. But uh, great to have you on here, my Appreciate man. it. Man. Looking Happy forward to, to this. Be here. What is on your table? What's on your table? So we're gonna find out what you're currently grooving on. Uh, you know what? Hansberry, you go first. Yeah, well, you go first. It's, it's you been go a big first. week, you know. Okay. Uh, we're recording this uh, the Tuesday after 
the 2018 mm. record store day. Right on. You had a good one too, man. So I know I had a you good were out one. about. I know. Yeah. Oh, look at this. And I brought look my at this. look at this. I even look got a, a little a goodie bag, <laughs> an official record store day wow. satchel, whatever the hell you call this thing. I like it, the satchel. That's kind of I haven't heard satchel in a while, man. It's a bag of goodies is <laughs> what that uh, is. Yeah, what so what what do you All got right. in there, man? So we don't have to dig too deep, but uh first off, this is a a, a used double record Jeff oh Beck Truth and Beck Ola, 2 and 1. Oh wow! So both records are in there. That's Let me take used. a look at that, man. That's so because right I have released a lot of new stuff on Record Store Day, but I like to dig and well, see yeah, through the used shit too. You know, Jeff Beck, Ronnie Wood, Rod Stewart together. Oh my god, that was and it's that a classic. Was, oh, mm. you damn Skippy! Also, I'll, I'll try to zip through these. Although these That's are all awesome. Good, man. Don't, don't so this sweat is uh, John Lennon sings great rock and roll hits. This is a bootleg of his rock and roll record. That the he record, did. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, need yeah. to talk to Mighty John Marshall about that bad boy oh, no right shit. there. About this one right here. Uh-huh. But, that but, is a that's a find, yeah. man. All the tracks that were on here, rock Kevin, and roll, we'll plus like another half a dozen or so, all Phil Spectred up. It's all awesome. the wall of sound. There that's you go. it. For the uh, for the 420 fans and us, a uh, the that. Dylan and the Dead. Nothing wrong with that. With uh, oh, made know, with also, actual <laughs> resin, <laughs> with, with weed. <laughs> tie dye, oh, tie dye, colored record. Look oh, at that. A, that's a beautiful disc. That's badass, yeah, man. It's a blue and blue and uh, red tie dye swirl there. So. Well, and you then just hit a gold mine, kid. No, dude, I don't know. Kidding. What else? Don't you got? tell my what wife how got? much I spent. Last but not least, I haven't even, I haven't even opened, I haven't even opened it yet. But this was the day, live David Bowie. Uh, Welcome to the Blackout live in London, 1978. Man, so it's got a lot of the, it's got Ziggy and that, that stuff, but then oh, some yeah. later stuff, Heroes and all Let that stuff. This, on. I haven't dude. even opened it yet. I, have, I need a Lord. I need a minute where I can actually silk this stuff in. That is a find. This is it's a Tuesdays, Thursdays, arms and back. Yeah, that thing is heavy. I think it's a three disc. It's oh, legit. That's sweet. Oh, that's badass! But, Whoa, um, you dropped a coin. You dropped some coin on that well, kid. Well, you did. I don't even. Know, I don't even know what we're talking. But, I'm just uh, that we don't need to talk about. You know, it's 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 a holiday for me. You know, yeah. record store day is. I know so, it is. I know it is. Shout that's, out to our boy over there at Last Weekend, Kyle. Kyle. And, and a great recently. episode with moving pictures too, Kyle. I thought yes, you did it was. awesome. I thought it was awesome, man. Uh, even if you do think that uh, Alex Lifeson isn't overrated. That awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a great find right there, so, Greg. I'm, I'm kind of I'm knee deep in a bunch of vinyl right now, but uh, it's it's been fun, and I can't wait to dig into all of it. Arch, what's on your turntable? Man? Here we go, my man. Uh, it isn't it crazy how sometimes though, you know, and we're all kind of like music whores, where we just we buy it, we buy it, we buy it. Now sometimes you'll revisit something. Oh yeah. Okay. Now this album is an it's a year old. It's over a year old, but I am enjoying the hell out of it. It's a uh, Rex Brown, uh, the bass player for Pantera. He has a record called Smoke on This, and it <laughs> is phenomenal. It's not what you think. It is not, I mean, a groove like you couldn't believe. It, and, and Pantera grooved. You know, you know how much, it's well documented on this program how much I love Pantera, but it's a, it's a totally different sound. It, not even hard rock, yes, metal, no. Uh, two songs to think about. Train Song, which is a song that I think he was trying to kind of get out there a little bit with a video and stuff, uh, but my favorite track on that album what comes around rex brown make sure that you listen to that kev sometime here in the out, next man. 24 man because uh it's a just a jam and a half so rex brown smoke on this uh but the song i want everybody to check out is uh, what comes around now our guest drummer for the gypsy kings kevin young what is on your table i'm gonna bring it up to the current state of music go for it. oh listen to this state mm-hmm. of the union here it's we go the 16th album from sticks Look at what? that. 16, yeah. 16 studio albums these guys have put out. 
The Mission. It was released last June. The music, it sounds like the classic sticks. They lost me at Mr. Roboto, as I'm sure they lost everyone. Right. But man, I blame Sammy Hagar for that. <laughs> Just to let you know, Kevin, it's always his fault. This album goes back to the original sticks, the harmonies, the music, and oh my God, Tommy's voice, Lawrence's voice. Now, James. where do you stand with Lawrence? That's that's something. Now, look, and Dennis DeYoung obviously hasn't been in the band forever, yeah. and it ain't gonna happen, kids. No, if you no, read no, no, some no. of these quotes and stuff, and, and Stick does, Sticks doesn't need it. They really no, don't. No, they don't. What, what do you What do you think of? And I want to say the new guy, but he's been in the band. Hell, how many? Yeah. Almost damn near twenty years. Exactly. So, your thoughts on him? I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I mean, there was a lot of history before they invited him to join the band because he was the opening act for Sticks. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting there watching this cat, and they're like, you know, why Why are we sitting at home with mm-hmm. our thumbs up our asses? We could take this dude, yeah. make some killer rock and roll, and make some jack. I mean, those guys are killing it. They are killing it. And the the live show in oh. and of itself was Sticks. And, and JY, and we like to talk about underrated guitar yeah. players and mm. songwriters. You know, mm. Tommy Shaw gets a lot of love. Yeah. James Young is a, a he's a hell of a guitarist. Absolutely. And, and really in some of those early albums, the songs he wrote were my favorites. Yeah. Were my favorites. Um, Not but to mention the great facial hair. Oh, he can Come do it. Come on, yeah. he, knows, he can rock a stash. <laughs> he can rock it. He, he can do it. <laughs> on this album, what really got my attention, to be honest, was Todd Zuckerman, the drumming. Okay, here we go. This guy is an animal. If, if you're not familiar. He is, he is a stud. If you're he not familiar. He used to play. Okay, drum roll. Drum roll, guys. Spinal Tap, baby. No kidding. That's where the dude that, came from. That's where he came they from. He spontaneously combusted. They, you got <laughs> it. He did. We love, he you, spun- we love you, Cleveland, and now it sticks. <laughs> it that's cool, him. man. Sticks the mission. That's what I've been jamming on, and I, I tell you guys, you're going to love it. Good stuff. And, and sticks, in their essence, when it's, quite honestly, without Dennis DeYoung even, it, it's, uh, that's a hard rocking band. Yeah. That's a hard rocking Chicago That's what this whole album band. does. That's there great. There is one ballad. That uh, Lawrence plays piano on, it's great, but the rest of the album just kicks ass. He's a uh, Lawrence is a hell of a performer too. He is. He's a show in and of himself. Yeah. And to really not dial it back, because I remember the first time I saw uh, Sticks with him, and you know he's got the keyboard that spins around and yeah. raises and and drops and stuff. It, it is. It's awesome, and you kind of get lost, and it's like, wow. You know, I remember when I first saw him. I'm gonna say the new guy again, and I'm I, that's blasphemous because he's oh. he, they've they've had. A great career with him, but uh, visually he's fun to watch live and added a lot to the show. Absolutely, added yeah. a lot to yeah. the show. Sticks coming to your state fair. Well, yes, <laughs> and that's yes. The key. that was going to be my yeah point. with cheap Across trick. The country. Absolutely, yeah, and, and sticks and cheap trick. Which you want to talk about getting your money's worth? That's I know they be a will. Great bill. They will be playing the Ohio State Fair here on a Saturday night in August coming up. That's for sure. Now, on to the main course. Ace Fraley's Fraley's Comet, released April 27th, 1987. Now, you had two singles released with videos, End of the Night and Rock Soldiers. Uh, End of the Night, also a Russ Ballard song, and if we remember correctly, the biggest hit Ace ever had, New York Groove, was a Russ Ballard song. Yes, it was. But but let me kind of, I'm going to back off from that, and before I get to to Kevin, your take on this, I want to throw out to you what it was like for me i was an ace guy you know when back in the day when you had super groups like this 
Well, it's just like my sisters and the Beatles. Everybody, one was a John fan, one was a Paul oh, fan. Yeah. You know, they go through phases and stuff like that. But Ace was my guy. Ace Fraley and Evil Knievel were my first two heroes. <laughs> my first two heroes. Now, you got to go back to when Creatures of the Night, it was the whole, uh, the Elder, yeah, I said the E word, and, and, and the Creatures of the Night, uh, that was when it was about, Ace was done. And you got to remember, to get the news on what was happening, it was tough. And I talk about this all the time. We had to do the fanzines, the hip raiders mm-hmm. and, the, and the creams and the, and the circuses and stuff to get our news. We had no idea what was going on with Ace. I talked about this on a podcast that I was on. I was on Rick Gethin's podcast a couple days ago, and we were talking about how on the back of these magazines, how you would go and you would look in the very back, and it was the trade part where you'd see people who liked the same kind of music you did, and they would send you tapes and bootlegs and stuff, and that's how we kind of traded and stuff. But I remember my buddies and I, we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on with Ace. There was a live, supposedly, and I'm not sure what we got in the uh, tape trade was actual <laughs> legit Ace Fraley. But Ace was doing, at this time, he, had, he was out of KISS. And he was, a, he was a bit of a train wreck. He was a whole lot of a car wreck oh, yeah. in a DeLorean, but yeah. that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's an album, dude. <laughs> but but this, was, this was the record Ace fans were waiting on. Uh, it, we'd, some of us really, and I'd seen some pictures when I would go into the store and look at the National Enquirer and see, like, uh, kiss without makeup. <laughs> we didn't know what Ace. Well, Which I one it was? We didn't really know what Ace looked like. He, it was he kind of went underground. He was doing club shows, and when this record came out, and when I saw Rock Soldiers and End of the Night, that was really it. Was like, oh my God, that's Ace. There he is. This is my hero. This is a guy I've been waiting on to do something on his own because I knew that it was a uh, we. At that point, we did know that he was out of Kiss. What was the, I'm, that, that's what I'm trying to look up at the discography, not to to cut you off. No, 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 no. So Creatures of the Night, and 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 you're gonna have to forgive me about the years Cre- on this. Creatures of the Night is 82. Okay, so there you go. And yeah. I want to say the Elder would have been 81. It would have been the year before mm-hmm. that. Yep. Okay, so yeah. that was and and there's discussions about what all Ace played on as far as Creatures of the Night and what Ace played on as far as uh, some of the stuff so on, is, on the Elder. I mean, five as well. years later. Yeah, it took you, him that you, long, and he was gone. He was gone, but he was, what's up. he was playing these shows, though. We knew that he was playing these shows, and there was talk of, of record. And that's, I got my Ace News in, that, in the trade section at, in the back of these magazines awesome. trying to figure out what the hell's going on with Ace. So this record was huge. It was absolutely huge as far as just wondering what the hell was going on with our, with our guitarist there, our hero. And then he showed up, and it's, and it's a good record. We'll get into it in more depth. But I wanted to let you know, as far as the a Kiss story. fan yeah, yeah, and yeah. an Ace fan, what was going through our mind uh, when this happened. And I can't wait to hear your take on the drumming on this record, because he's <laughs> one of the best. But uh, your thoughts on the album itself, Kevin Young? The album uh, overall, I thought, you know, when you hear Ace Fraley, you know, everybody's thinking, oh, another Kiss record. This is not another Kiss record. Not even close. No, for me, not at all. The the musicality, the soloing, I thought was great. Some and of like his you, best stuff, man. Oh, dude, and like you said, he was a mess. He yeah, but he was playing out of his fucking mind, oh, man. So, you're damn <laughs> he right. He was on fire. Now but. looking back, <laughs> do you think? And and here's another guy I reference a lot on this show, Dave Man, uh, but my buddy <laughs> Dave Man. I remember when I first came to QFM and we were talking about th- this record and. And he's he brought up Rock Soldiers. And he's like, well, yeah, Arch. It was you know, it was looking back. It's kind of cheesy and stuff. 
And I remember thinking, it was like a boom, like a just like a punch to my gut. And I was like, <laughs> oh. what do you mean? What do you mean, Dave? It's cheesy. And you look back now, and I'm like, okay, yeah, Ace is back, and he told you. Okay, I get it. But at the time, Kevin, it was anthemic. I mean, it was just, it was, it was. He had to. He had to. He was coming back from Kiss. He's back, and he told us so. Yeah, you got to kick somebody in the crotch. If you're coming back from Kiss, and you're going to come out and put a band together and say, here I am, take me or leave me. You better have some balls. And, and and good point there because Kiss with Lick It Up really went in a different direction, a yeah. harder direction with Absolutely. Lick It Up and, and Vinny Vincent. I mean, that was a hard, that's a great fucking album too. It we'll is. We'll discuss that <laughs> another right. time. But, but I mean, Ace had to come out, you know, guns a blazing on this. And he did too. And he did. And, and assembled a great band as I, I look at this, uh, this record, uh, Anton Fig. And this is something... <laughs> That even in, in, during the time I remember, it was a big deal. Now, he couldn't really tour because this, and Anton Fig, Greg Hansberry, was Dave Letterman's drummer. Letterman. Was the, with uh, Paul Schaefer. Schaefer in the CBS Orchestra. Or, Thank you. Or NBC Orchestra, whatever it was yeah, at the time. Yeah, back then. Yeah. That was the NBC, <laughs> for sure. How does he? How, Larry Bud Melman's <laughs> drummer was <laughs> Anton Fig, baby. That's right. Chris <laughs> Elliott's drummer. <laughs> How does what is uh, on this record in particular, and just Anton uh, from a drummer's perspective, Kev? What do you what do you, what do you think of him, dude? You put on Breakout, okay? No shit. When and you when you get to two fifteen, yeah, Anton takes a break. That is my favorite track on this album, and he just lays it out, and he he goes nuts, but it's very tasteful. There's musicality to it, you know, and then here comes Ace right behind him playing the guitar but it doesn't sound like a different song at all the flow is just it's magical and like i said before how they put this together with the train going mm-hmm. off the he rails he was a mess he was a mess but yeah breakout's even, my even favorite making this track. record like he didn't get cleaned up and make this no record. no 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 no, no, no. He was no. A train wreck while and he was second sighting and second sighting the next record yeah. which was a, a, a major flop now he did trouble walking which was a little bit better yeah. But those guys, the, the guys here and, and Todd yeah. Howarth and stuff, they had to kind of write the next record. <laughs> well, that's I mean, why. Ace was MIA. But let, before we even get into that, right, right, I right, want right. to go back to what Kevin's saying. And, and it's no surprise that he brought up Breakout. Now, Breakout was written by Eric Carr. Bam. The guy who re, who replaced, replaced Peter uh, Chris. Peter Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and this was a song that Ace and, and Eric wrote together. Yep. And it's it and it's just phenomenal. The drums on this sound so good and Anton did it justice. But Eric Carr couldn't get away. He wanted to record this track, if I remember correctly. He wanted to record this track with Ace. But guess who? Gene, Gene and Paul say no 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 no, 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 no. Where do you I mean, where do you rank Anton in all this? And and we'll talk about Eric Carr too if you want. Because I think he you want to talk oh, about Eric underrated. Carr's great. You want to talk about underrated oh, yeah. and underappreciated. Well, I think God you know, rest his I th- soul. Yeah, I think that's the only reason that people forget about Eric Carr. Because he passed. Because he passed away at such a young age. But the the drumming that he did was just phenomenal too. I mean, yeah, it and Gene and Paul both said when he came in for the oh, audition, dude. this dude came in and played the drums like he stole them. Well, it look, when I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Do you know how big I saw Kiss? Well, every, yeah, I, it was. absolutely. And, and, and how I waited for uh, the the Peter Chris, what was somewhat of a drum solo. Now, now, <laughs> hundred thousand years, baby. Now, now, and, and and let's say this. And yes, 
I know Dave Mann tried to piss on my Rock Soldiers, uh, Rock Soldier cornflakes, but <laughs> Peter Chris, but Peter Chris, as I got older and the light was kind of shown upon, I, I get it. He he was he was horrible. He was horrible. Yeah. He fit it. He fit it. He sounded great. Almost had a Rod Stewart type voice there with Hard Luck Woman oh, and, and Beth. I mean, amazing songs. I mean, yeah. still my favorites. Hard Luck Woman. And I know you and I bond on that. That's still one of my favorites, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Hard Luck Woman. Karabi Garth Brooks. <laughs> Karabi, Karabi hit it well, and out. I was Nobody say sings John it like Karabi, Karabi anymore. Yep. Karabi owns that shit, man. Yeah. But, but talk about that and Kiss and the drumming and how they were able to kind of get around that because Peter wasn't that good, Kevin. Well, I think that's what allowed um, Ace to come to the forefront of the band, mm-hmm. you know. Peter was a two and four guy, you know. Talk to me. Now talk to the talk two, to us us. He, he yeah. kept the beat. Talk to us like we're five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me like I think Peter Chris is good again. Okay, boy, quit playing with your dinghy. Here's what we're gonna do. No, he, all he had to do Gene and Paul wanted him to lay down the beat and Eddie Kramer said, This is what you play. Make it fit. Make it fit. Ace came in and just and then Paul Stanley's vocals. And Gene's no slouch He's either on the bass. And, I, you know? and we've talked about we talk about this a lot on the show. We always talk about Kiss, but but uh, Gene, I I I like Gene's bass playing. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think he he lays some great lines down, man. And let it be career. said, I'm not banging on Peter Chris because that dude has sold quite a few million more albums than I've ever played. I got on. you. I got <laughs> okay. you. No, I got you. And I and I don't want it to be that because no. I was and I love Peter. I oh, love Peter growing up. There's got to be a better way for me to say that. But when you heard that. Eric Carr, but yeah, you know who's Peter was, Chris? Who? Yeah, I'm no, sorry. That's, that's just the way it was, man. You got Eric Carr, and then just like you said, the music from the Elder Breakout came from that, mm-hmm. and you know the rest that's of the a drummer tune. song that does oh, not shock man. me that that's the first thing that came out of your mouth was that song and I, and I love that record and i love that recording in particular i thought breakout was a kind we of we got a, your rock another great track just balls to the wall rock and roll man you know the whole first side cheesy. kevin hell yeah it's super great cheesy. rock and roll it's Absolutely. super cheesy yeah. A stranger in a strange land which uh, appears on the <laughs> on the second side now that was a song guys yeah now Granted, I don't know what I was hearing on that uh, tape that I we got from you know Hans oh, in, uh, in in Hanover. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly because <laughs> my buddy was the one that actually got it, uh, Brian Albrecht, and then he was able to record it for the rest of us because he had a dual cassette player. Oh, nice! He had a dual a cassette. Player. He was the man, so he was able to to do that. But I, we were trying to find this, but I remember seeing titles of the songs that Ace was playing uh, in the clubs. A uh, stranger in a strange land was one of those. Breakout was another that he was playing out oh, yeah. in the clubs. Can you imagine being a Kiss fan, knowing what you know, going to a club out in L.A. and stuff, and seeing Ace kind of play these songs? Dude, he brought swag to the band, and he's one of my favorite artists to see live. It just you never know what you're gonna get with Ace. Well, and then that it's dirty. You're absolutely right there. I mean, the dude grew up in street gangs. Got kicked out of two, three different high schools. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let alone kiss. Uh, let alone kiss. <laughs> you know, how bad you got to fuck up to get kicked out of Chuck E. Cheese? You yeah. get kicked out of kiss. You really, you've set, the, you've set the bar pretty damn high right there. True that. But 1987, Archie, the top 10 albums for rock and roll of 1987. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to crack open another. Uh, by the way, we're drinking space dust. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Compliments. Yes, yes, Compliments. yes, 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 sir. Thank yes, sir. you. 
Throw but me the, another one of them while you're You got it. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I want to hear the. So now give one more time. Set it up again because I've got a short term that really is not that good. This is courtesy ultimateclassicrock.com, the top 10 rock albums of 1987. Okay. Now, okay. Fraley's Comet peaked at 43. Okay. So keep that in the back of your mind when we get. <laughs> Number 10 was Joe Satriani surfing with the alien. Surfing with the alien? Bam. That, that was top 10? Yes. Holy shit balls. I didn't. I never would have thought that. Number nine. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. Mm. You talk about some good company. Yeah, yeah. Eight Grateful Dead in the Dark. Seven Aerosmith, Permanent Vacation. I mean, that really set them off back onto exactly. a course to, to, to where they were originally. You know, Even more so. You got Fleetwood Mac, Warren Zevon, John Cougar, Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen. But then the two heavy hitters to have Fraley's Comet do so well. Number two was Def Leppard. Dropped the hysteria bomb on everybody. Mm-hmm. Holy which shit! Which just took over yeah, the that, market. Yeah, and that that and then, grew legs as the oh, late eighties yeah. went on. That grew legs. And then Guns and Roses' appetite for destruction. That's tough company. So to be in that kind of company right the there, that's, yeah, that is tough. And to be man. all fucked up like Ace was, he picked some bad times. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great album. Bad timing, Ace. Bad timing. Bad timing. And it's a shame. You know, that, that it came so late for Ace as far as getting his act together, you know. And we're because, talking just in the last 10 years, it, Kevin. Well, yeah, I know. We're talking in just the last 10 this, years. You know, Richie Scarlett, John Regan, Arthur Steed, Anton Fig. you know, if he could have kept those cats together. But they knew what was coming down the pike and it wasn't going to be good for and them. It wasn't so they be had good. to look out for themselves. So well, that, and, and Anton's not going to, uh, you oh, know, no. if that was going to be the next kiss... He might have thought about it, but to right. give up a gig like Dave Letterman, no, there's no, no way. way that's going to happen. No. Now, do you know Greg Hansberry? Who, believe it or not, someone had to actually sign Ace Fraley because let's face it, we all knew Ace was a uh, mm, bit of a train take, wreck. A ra- take a risk on him, and and yeah, and he was a uh, he was a young rep for mm-hmm. Megaforce Worldwide, and probably I mentioned him a lot just as much as I mentioned Kevin, one of my radio heroes. Eddie Trunk. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Eddie Trunk signed Ace and was able to, to, to get him at main, Megaforce. They uh, were best friends, I believe. Yeah. That Eddie was... Yeah, uh, I'm very jealous pretty, of that. Ace was uh, best man at Eddie's wedding, wasn't he? Do you think I'm a poor man's Eddie Trunk? <laughs> I think you're the up-and-coming Eddie Trunk, baby. Oh, how about yeah, I like that? that? I, like, I like that a lot. How about Cheers, that? Oh, that's the, that's, that's, the, that's the space the, dust. That's the space that's dust. dust. That's not when you hand me a space dust as I walk into the room. I'll say whatever you want, bud. Gang, let's not forget that vinyl analysis is fueled by Grand Prix karting. Uh, racing, laser tag, escape rooms. Go to gpkcolumbus.com to find out more. And uh, that might be, uh, like I said, uh, so a place that we might want to go uh, live. We're talking about, we've been thinking about a summer tour, Greg and I. I think yeah. it's a no-brainer. I think it is. And uh, If Sticks can do it. If st- <laughs> for the exactly. For fucking years or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> and Chris Bowen and the gang at Grand Prix Karting, thank you so much uh, for your support, guys. It is, it is much appreciated. I should also throw out that the Spotify playlist is a nice accompaniment to vinyl analysis episodes. And you can search for Archie Vinyl Analysis. You know what? And while we're talking about uh, some different things like the Spotify playlist and stuff, uh, when people leave their comments, Greg, I think this would be a good time. You told yeah. me this uh, a well, while back that you kind of wanted to, to kind of give some. Yeah, people if you a- subscribe on iTunes or wherever you subscribe, okay, rate us and review us. You know, hopefully we you enjoy it. Give us a but, good one, but for that God's helps sake. Uh, boost the love, and people are, are going to be more likely to be exposed to vinyl analysis and share the love. But I want to give a shout out to uh, 
I don't know if this is his uh, his Christian name, DPP three four three six. He's a he's a droid. <laughs> he's damn a it. droid. He's a droid. This isn't a droid. This was, for, like, this was back mm. in March. We did an episode about Enough's Enough. Oh my God! Right on. Yeah. And he said, "Great podcast. Been jamming to Enough's Enough on Spotify ever since listening to you and, uh-huh. and Oni's take. Great discussions. Keep rocking. Oh, that's cool. That's so, cool. Thanks, thanks brother. Dude. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Or 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 or." Robot, yeah, or or it could be a, it could be a, it could be a female. You want to buy a valve, thanks, buddy? girl. But yeah, I think it's a dude, probably. If we're talking about enough's enough, it's yeah, like, yeah. So, bro, appreciate yeah. it, and, and we'll be happy to give you some love. You give give us some love. We'll say hello to you. We'll return the love. Oh, that's a song title. I'm writing that shit down. Got it. Return, return the, love. the love. Don't you? Don't I? I don't want nope. that to be on the next Gypsy nope. Kings. <laughs> I don't need that kind of shit. When did you start playing tunes, Kev? When did you start playing the drums? When oh, did it my. really hit you? When did the music bug smack you right upside the noggin? Dude, when I heard Led Zeppelin four, rock and roll. I thought from a drummer's perspective, that would be the one do. that would attract well, yeah. you. I would imagine. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's what I want to do. You know. And at the time, I was playing trumpet, so that obviously didn't <laughs> fuck, work out. Fuck, good transition. Hard to play bro. rock and roll in the trumpet. Good you transition. Ain't you ain't lying. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do a little Chicago now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> Danny Seraphine. Right, but uh, yeah, as far as uh, drums started, uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Long, long time ago, brother. Long, long time ago. Started with drum core, uh, which I'm still in. Dynamic mentions drum core. Look at you. Yeah, we do the uh, the Stay parade Stay true route. to your roots, man. Stay yeah, true, man. It keeps the chops up, and it's fun. Now, Little kids. Archie, I got to, Greg, I got to tell you guys, when you're going us, down the street, and there's, a, you know, the little kids at the fair. Right. That's that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about bet, right there, I bet man. they, oh, yeah. Well, the drums. They love it. You, you kick ass. Yeah. That's why. There's no horns. Yeah. It's just drums. Well, it's because it's so fucking aggressive. They that's am. why. That's why little kid. That's why my boys. I finally got the, the one in the guitar lessons, but I had an old <laughs> shitty uh, some some drums down in the basement there, and they still beat the hell out of those. That's good for them. Boys love it's that. Boys em. love drums. Just don't let them hurt their ears, though. Okay. Why that? Does that coming back to bite well, you a little? Symbols well, will. Symbols more so than drums. Okay. I haven't noticed it, but I know a lot of people that it has. Twenty years and of marriage will do it too, bro. <laughs> oh boy, fucking damage my ears. I am wearing these earplugs for for my health. It's not, it's not you, sorry. baby. I'm sorry. The trash won't take itself out. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. So no. that that's cool though. Now, look, we don't give a shit what Ginger Baker thinks. No. About John, he's Bonham. an angry old fuck. He is so pissed oh, off. Oh, he is mad at the world. Him, he was bitching. He he was basically saying that John Bonham, uh, yeah. a piece I was watching the other day, uh, John Bonham. And Keith Moon, yeah, basically are just swinging sacks of shit. Yeah, fuck that's what you, he said. Ginger, I'm well, that's sorry. what he said. That's Don't what he piss said. On John or Keith, where does Bonham rank for you? Is oh, he your he, number one? He's right there. Him and uh, Where's Neil. Neil. Yeah, you knew it. Right here, give me some hair. Come on, Arch, right there. You knew Neil was right up here. We're the top bringing it back to Rush, love. man. Come on. Parrot or Pert? We're going to go Pert, Parrot, Parrot. How about Neil? <laughs> Neil. Look, yeah, dude, he just had his The Canadian version. Look, you're, we're the same age. And, and look, yeah. it was it was Pert growing up. But now yes, it's it was. Pert. Now Pert, that we have Pert. social media and everyone right. knows it's Pert. Pert. It's Pert. Pert. I'm going to start calling Pert. It's Pert. Don't say Parrot. I touched his drum kit at the rock call. No, you did. I touched it at fucking Polaris and almost got arrested. I bet you did. 
Did you really touch his kid over there? Really? Talk to me. I, we never shared that. Yeah, I was yeah, we, did. Tell... we did. We told the story last uh, week well, with I was probably uh, Kyle. Drunk. I was probably drunk. Floor, Tom, I was Greg. probably drunk. I was trying to Symbol. process. Symbol. Yeah. Okay. That's the worst. Because you leave a little, little oh, oily, yeah, greasy dude. fingerprint. He knew it. He knew when he sat down. Yeah. Oh, well. uh, he was pissed. I don't remember they that. They should have. They should have. <laughs> they should have made the uh, the rope, uh, the red rope guards a little them. further, man. That's on them. If I can reach that shit, I'm touching it. That's on them. What's That's the not uh, statute on you. of limitations for something like that? I think you're clear. Right, okay. I think yeah. you're clear. Yeah, you're good to go on that. <laughs> but no, yeah, Neil, Neil, uh, John. Right. How how do you rate those guys that are? Well, I think know, you rate Neil higher. Just I think you you rate. Neil just a skosh higher, not on the drum aspects, but of what he was able to do. And quite honestly, if Ginger wasn't so fucking crazy, we could throw him in there too. He's a great percussionist, man. But yeah, his attitude just takes so much <laughs> away from him, brother. That's when I try to tell people that Richie Blackmore, uh, in exactly. the East, he's in the top one. But people are like, oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an asshole. Like, I, I, I don't want, listen, I know Richie Blackmore has said some horrible shit. I know he's a mean guy. I don't want him to babysit my kids. No, I want him to play me fucking guitar. But he was—he's the fucking greatest, man. Yeah. He's the greatest. Richie Blackmore's the greatest. You're an old man. My dad, John Hansberry, shout out. He Your agrees with you. Your old man has my back. He agrees. You damn right. He texted me out of the blue. You damn right. And he was doing it a few months than my Hendrix. Top. Oh, go ahead. I just like we're gonna get some bad comments now. No, well, I don't. Right. I don't. Just as long as you review us nicely. On exactly. Spotify. That's true. That's true. Five stars. ITunes. Five that's stars, true. ladies Five and gentlemen. Stars. Get you a lot of love. So, uh, Neil, Bonzo, Keith, uh, Keith. Well, yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And what's the deal with drummers? I mean, you kind of you're kind of breaking the mold here. You seem kind of stable. Those guys are. <laughs> those guys are just. Well, I mean, they're they're. I've they're got a partiers, day job, man. dude. When the biggest partier in Zeppelin is the drummer. When the biggest partier. In the yeah. Who is a drummer, and God bless Neil Peart. I mean, he's he's not, and he's he's a he's a great soul, and I would never. He he won't even he Neil won't even is, come out of the he won't even come out of the locker room to talk no, to anybody. Neil's a no bullshit kind of right. guy. You know, you're not a kid, but but it seems like a lot of you guys you're you're partiers. What Ringo? Yeah. <laughs> Look up on the wall yeah. right there, Brad, Brad Heston. Brad, great guy. <laughs> I got you, Heston. I got oh. you. But you know what? You brought up you brought up something very interesting that I yes, sir. I like to throw out there. Okay. You've got a lot of great drummers here in, in Columbus alone. Oh yeah, I yeah. You I mentioned threw, Brad Heston. I'm a huge you fan got of Marcus Harris. Marcus Harris. Yeah. Keep oh there's some good ones out Rick there. Rick Marlino from Hot Lucy. I'm gonna and look, and don't be mad at me. No. Because I, I, I regard you as one of the best in town. And I appreciate that and I take that very highly. Do you know who I think the best drummer is in, in central Ohio? Keith. Fucking Pickens. Keith is a badass. <laughs> Keith fucking Pickens. I got to meet him last year. Huh? Um, he's a monster. Yes. At, at, he's at a the, monster. Yeah, at their show. Uh, he's the, I think the he's the fucking Festival. best around. I think he's Super the best nice around. guy, though, oh, too. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying monster on the fucking he kit. He is. He is. And when he tells you... I don't need a fucking mic on my snare drum. You better not put a 57 <laughs> within 10 miles of that thing or it's going to be toothpicks. He's he's a badass. The dude can play, though. We he need to get him in. We yeah. need to get him in. He's a monster. He, yeah. he's, he's and one of my favorite dudes. And, you know, no, yeah. I, I love I loved his stuff with American Dog. Uh, I love oh, what absolutely. he's doing with Rat Bastard Syndicate. Uh, and, and him and Steve Theato. I mean, can you find two nicer guys no. than, than, than them? But, uh Marty Brasington, another great drummer. There's another in great drummer that I've that yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and a great attitude, man. You got, but all the drummers we've mentioned, those are all cool dudes. Everyone exactly. seems, everyone seems kind of, 
It's everybody else's problem, isn't it? It's not I you think guys. So. We've made a discovery, Hansberry. <laughs> We've it's broken the ice. We've, <laughs> it's not the drummer's fault. No. All the jokes, everything. Yeah. It's about you guys. Does that piss you off or you just you go with it? No, we just take it out on the drum solo, dude. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Was there a drum solo growing up that kind of you still think about and you, one of your favorites? You know, I always think about live albums were so big and it's tough to do it anymore with live records because it's so processed. It's so edited down and stuff. Um, but I, I think of uh, some of the things uh, growing up, the ones that really stuck out. Anything? Any? Any? What? What? Yeah. What do you got for us, Goose? Exit stage left. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. I mean, it's just it's Neil's. You know, we throw we throw iconic around. He's the man, dude. And but stuff when How the West Was One came out, oh, and you on. could see what Bonzo was doing. Yeah. Dude. Is Moby Dick, it's, is that like... Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a great staple for any drummer, you know. But, again, you know, there, there's so many... Steve Gadd, you know, a lot of guys forget about him because he plays for everyone from Paul Simon to Chick Corea and Eric Clapton's go-to guy. But, but Phenomenal don't, drummer. But and don't it you, doesn't sound like they're working. When they you are. were getting into it, though, and we'll, we'll, we'll round third here in a second, Greg. When, when you were really getting into it mm-hmm. and comparing notes with other guys who were playing drums, La Via Strangiato, was that something oh. you guys threw back and forth to each other? <laughs> we I just mean, shook our head. Yeah, it has just, to be. Yeah, you just shake your head at that point and you're like, how in how the hell? How do I hell? do that? How do I do that? And you just, it has to be. You just keep, you know, going and cutting at it and cutting at it. Have you ever tried it? Oh, many times. Okay, fair. I, I know you can handle it. Oh, no. I would, I would no? not say that. No? That is Well, no rich. one can handle it. Well, that dude, that's why. And, 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 and Neil, oh. in his defense, he talks about that's why he made Tom Sawyer yeah. so damn difficult. Because he wants a challenge. He does. You know, everybody thinks that that's just some kind of simple shit. Guys, that was amazing. And what he did, he challenged himself. And, and Rush was famous for that. Oh, that's what Trying they, to challenge themselves. Yeah. Album what to they, album. What they would do and how they were going to perform mm-hmm. it live. But Anton Fig. Yes, sir. Bring back us back. to this cat. Bring us full circle. With Fraley's Comet. Bring us full circle. Here we are. This dude, he was the meat and potatoes. You know, he was, how do I uh, want to put it? <laughs> he was the Alice, <laughs> you know. Right. To the to the honeymoon's potatoes. Okay. Wow, dude. He just <laughs> you, sent he you just to the moon. That, yeah. He there just you sent go. your ass to the there moon, Hansberry. And to do what they did, as far as in the David Letterman uh, band that Paul oh, Schaefer put man. together. Yeah. Those guys were, that was pretty incredible. Will that, Lee. Says, that says a lot. That says, oh, no kidding, Will man. Will on bass. That says a lot about what that group was able to do yeah. and where Anton was. And, and, and that's kind of cool that him and Ace had that relationship, but he wasn't going to. Wasn't yeah. going to take it on the road, number one, because of, well, it was Ace. Yeah. <laughs> and there's couldn't. no insurance there. They knew they couldn't take Ace on the road. They'd be bringing him back in a body bag. Yeah. So they never point. toured this record. They, they toured, but, but, it was, but, but it was different with, guys. Yeah, different uh, guys. Okay, different guys. Different guys. Different guys. Now, now uh, John Regan and and uh, and, uh, and Howarth, th- those guys were, they yeah. still, they and went on and, and wrote some good songs, kind of tr- trying to keep this afloat over the Paycheck, next record. Yeah, yeah. But Ace was a Ace was a mess, man. Yeah, it's kind of the way it is. Speaking of a mess, I, I'm kind of sad. I'm a mess. When I get into my second uh, space dust, God only knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. Kevin Young, you know how I feel about you, brother. Okay. Feelings mutual. You know I how I feel about you. And enough uh, gratitude for having me. And man. this and is Greg. not going to be the last. We got some uh, fun things that we uh, have planned. Uh, like I said, for over the summer, 
and those plans do include Kevin Young. So uh, keep on the listen for that, gang. Hey, before we go, uh, before I say goodbye, I want to make sure that I give a uh, a pop here. Greg, we're going we're going mobile, big time. We're going mobile, this is big the, time. The Columbus Podcast Festival. It is Saturday, May twelfth. Uh, we are on. Well, it's throughout. Actually, it starts it's, on it's Thursday, May tenth through the thirteenth. But vinyl analysis will be uh, highlighted on the twelfth. And we're going to be 12th. recording a show live there uh, at five o'clock on that Saturday, May twelfth. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, we're going to have Rick Soga, uh, one of my uh, one of our first guests, and and he's really, he's been on a couple different times. And we're going to do. I'm going to have him bring like you know, he's going to bring the Marshall. Oh, yeah. He's going to bring his uh, his axe, nice as the kids call it. And we're gonna do concert. We're gonna do Van Halen Fair Warning. So I think that would be kind of a, a cool thing to kind of showcase and just let him just kind of wail and, and expose it. those kids to the brown sound. One of the best. <laughs> one of the. Well, they'll crap themselves when they hear it and we talk about Fair Warning, which is uh, what I think to be uh, the best Van Halen record ever. And that that's why I kind of was holding out and saving that uh, for the podcast festival. So that's Saturday, May twelfth, uh, the Columbus Podcast Festival. And we're going to be recording that, uh, and we'll be playing that at a later date here for final analysis. That's right, and you can buy tickets. We want you to be in where attendance. Where the hell? What's once again? It's at where's? Yeah, where so we it's at, at where the we short at? north stage here in Columbus, Ohio. Oh my um, god! But we want you to buy tickets. You can buy passes for the whole weekend, but but great we'll be venue. we'll be Saturday. That's yes, a great yes, venue. it looks awesome. Uh, Columbuspodcastfestival.com is where you can find out the whole uh, um, the whole schedule because our buddies uh, Dino Tripodis from Whiskey Business is going to be there. Our boy uh, Mark Dancer in the Rock and Roll Book Club. Yeah, um, is now is George and George, Hope going to do George their thing. George and Hope will be doing oh, a screen room. I love so we got all podcast. of our crew and it, plus a, a dozen other ones that I'm I'm looking forward to checking out. Be some national podcasts, yeah, some national too. headliners. So if you're into podcasts uh, and you want to help us, out. if you, you want to help, help us steal out. the show, which we're <laughs> which I'm planning on doing, just to let you know. But although Fartcast is going to be there. There is a Fartcast. There's no, Fartcast. It's going to be tough to... Uh... That guy brings it, man. That guy brings it. <laughs> so I don't know how we're going to... I don't know how we're going to top him. I'll take second. I'll take well, second. Jesus yeah, Christ, I'm a Blue mean, Jacket fan. On, I'll please. take fucking eighth. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Columbus Podcast Festival. Saturday, May 12th will be our appearance uh, at 5 o'clock. For producer Greg Hansberry, I am Arch Madness, and this has been... Vinyl analysis, stay frosty. I have never done that in one take.